Dudes Talk Sports, hosted by Will Thomas and Chad Tujag. What is going on, guys? This is Chad Tujag. I am your solo host today on Dudes Talk Sports. Will will be doing a recap of last week's games or this week's games, whichever games he wants to recap. He's Will. He does his thing. He's a crazy man. Wild man. Anyways, just get straight to the point. This week we're going to review last week's monsters, last week's busts, and then project out next week's monsters and next week's busts. So just get straight to the point. Last week, who would have thought Marlon Mack would have went off almost 35 points? Um, actually, he's on my roster in my fantasy league, but I didn't have the heart to bring him out in the cast. So uh, maybe next week we give him another monster like Marlon Mack. And actually, I have one. So stay tuned. Here we go. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, who we said was going to have a great game. Trey Burton, who we said at the beginning of the season was going to definitely have a prolonged, really good season. Me and Will talked about that in either season, or episode three or four, that that was a definitely a buy-low candidate. Um, and he definitely, definitely exploded last week. He had 30, 30 and a half points against the Pats. And he's the number one target in that offense, especially with Allen Robinson being injured. My secret sauce guy last week was John Brown. He was such a value at on DraftKings, um, he put up 29.4 points. I had him on my roster DraftKings. That last-minute touchdown made me a ton of money, and if Justin Tucker kicks that field goal, I make even more money. Adam Thielen was a beast last week. Saquon Barkley, who we harped on last week, was also a beast. Jarvis Landry put it down last week, 25.5 points. Carryon Johnson did his thing, uh, 22.9 points, 158 rushing and then three targets, two receptions, and 21 yards. Latavius Murray, who, wow, hey Latavius, what's going on? Was way cheaper than Tariq Cohen and DFS, but they both scored exactly the same points, same stat line, 22.3 points. Um, so I personally don't see Latavius Murray repeating that, but let's let's uh, let's revisit that a little bit later in the cast. Alshon Jeffrey suckered me again. He had 21.8 points, and I called him, called him busting last week. Um, some other notable, interesting things from last week, Sterling Shepard and Tyrell Williams. You know, I don't see this as a, as a continuous thing for Tyrell Williams. I really think Keenan Allen gets back into his groove. With Melvin Gordon now, we really expected it to be more Austin Eckler and more uh, Keenan Allen, but Tyrell Williams is the beneficiary of a couple touchdowns, or a couple long passes in one touchdown. He opened up, I think, with a 75-yard bomb from, from Philip Rivers, so... Uh, I don't expect that every every game of the week. Um, and then James White is a huge beneficiary of Sonny Michelle going down. James White's a reliable guy, but I, again, don't think they're going to be able to sustain the volume that they're giving him just because he is a guy that they want fresh for the playoffs. Todd Gurley did his thing, 30.6 points. We kind of knew Todd Gurley was going to do his thing. Um, so Kareem Hunt was a big one. Didn't see Kareem Hunt coming. Kareem Hunt went off. Cream Hunt was leaping people, stiff-arming people. He did his thing. So, I don't know. I, I don't. I expect him to have another big week this week against Denver, but I don't know how sustainable it is. He might be a trade-high candidate. Uh, however, let's get to our DFS bust from last week. Deshaun Watson opening up 9.8 points against Jacksonville Jaguars. The game actually wasn't as close as it looks. Uh, the Jags played terrible. Blake Bortles got benched. You know, he's calling himself a scapegoat. Whatever, dude. You're not good. He's never been good. No one ever thought he was good. Um, Corey Davis, who actually we called as a bust last week, um, was a bust this week. 
Allen Robinson, who we... Okay, so Allen Robinson, we said it was going to do great this week against, last week against the Pats. But before the game, they actually had him questionable because he suffered a groin injury in warm-ups. So if you would have caught the news on that, Allen Robinson had one reception for four yards. He was a scapegoat last game. So I hope you guys caught that at the end and didn't roster him. Um, <clears throat> Cincinnati offense got wrecked outside of... A.J. Green, Joe Mixon put up 8.1 points. Andy Dalton put up 6.92 points. Um, I don't know what's going on, but Kansas City defense definitely has the sauce. Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara are just trading good weeks. This week was Alvin Kamara's decent week. Mark Ingram's bad week. He only had 6.2 points. I mean, for daily fantasy sports, I'm not sure that you can roster either of these guys in cash games, maybe in tournaments, but... I just don't see this being a consistently reliable backfield at all. Kyle Rudolph blew last week with 2.6 points, 16 yards on reception. I think he's going to blow again this week against the Saints. So um, I would not roster him in DFS. Peyton Barber, my guy, Peyton Barber. Like, dude, I like hyped you up last week. How could you let the Browns make you look bad? But it wasn't really his fault. Ronald Jones got all the carries. The rookie over there in Tampa Bay. So Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson did, did decent. But Peyton Barber got shat on. So I'll take that L. Tyler Boyd, we projected him to not do well last week. He did not do well last week. So we hit that one on the head. Kiki Kuti, who's a, who was a free agent, uh, wide receiver three in Houston, who everybody was loving on, uh, kind of dropped a bomb. He had one reception for three yards. And then LaShawn McCoy, the hit's out on Sean, LaShawn McCoy. Someone ordered the hit on him to get out of his house. Is that too early for that joke? I think it might be. Um, anyways, just to recap, John Brown last week, that was like my big waiver call last week, and uh, it hit pay dirt. My big waiver call for this week, are you ready for it? Trey Quan Smith versus Minnesota. That's my guy. He's an undersized wide receiver three for the New Orleans Saints. Um, so this week, I think the Saints, there's, there's so many good games this week, just from a football fan perspective, but also from a draft, uh, a draft Kings perspective, DFS perspective and a fantasy perspective. So this first one I'll bring up is going to be the Minnesota Saints game. So I think both receivers for the Vikings go absolutely insane this week. I think that you can roster Stefan Diggs, you can roster Adam Thielen and they're both gonna have great games however the same can't be said for the Saints Saints are gonna score but I don't think it's gonna be through Michael Thomas I think it's gonna be through Traquan Smith and Alvin Kamara um, the reason being is because the Minnesota Vikings are number one in the NFL at guarding wide receiver ones uh, we all know that Drew Brees is an accurate dude and Michael Thomas is a physical dude he's not a fast dude though he's not a burner he's very technical and very strong to the ball so i think that traquan smith and alvin kamara um just take advantage of their underneath and route running abilities and really take it take it to the minnesota secondary in that way um i i really really another game i really am targeting pretty heavily is the cincinnati bengals bucks game so here's why the Bucks have been ravaged in the secondary. Every team that's played the Bucks has put up uh, like pretty good points through the air, pretty good yards. Um, and obviously, we all saw the Cincinnati Chiefs game last week. The Bengals are getting ravaged there. I think that both these defenses just get absolutely destroyed, and this is a high-scoring game. It's the second highest score in the slate, 
with one of the smallest smallest spreads. So when you see that, when you see a small spread and a high scoring game, it's usually going to be a shootout. When you're playing DFS, you usually want to target the underdog in that shootout, which in this case would be Jameis Winston. But Andy Dalton being a lower value or a higher value because of his lower cost on DraftKings might be someone that you could target and pair him up with Tyler Boyd. Now, I like all four receivers in this matchup for DraftKings and fantasy purposes. Uh, Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans. But I think you get a higher value from Mike Evans and AJ or Sorry, from... Tyler Boyd and Deshaun Jackson, you get a higher value. So they're lower cost, but they'll score kind of around the same amount of points versus getting A.J. Green and Mike Evans. Um, so that's just kind of how I feel about that. If you're going through a tournament, you can pair just Jameson, or James Winston with Deshaun Jackson, or you can pair Andy Dalton with Tyler Boyd, and I think you'll do just fine. Another guy that I really like, Eric Ebron versus Oakland this week. Oakland's really bad against tight ends. They're 30, 31st or 32nd in the league against tight ends. Eric Ebron's the number one target in the red zone for the Indianapolis Colts. And if T.Y. Hilton's not fully healthy, I think he gets a lot of those targets. Robert Woods versus Green Bay. It's going to be another really, really good game. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to pretty much be doing it all in this one, throwing lots of balls. Um, I don't think that they'll be able to handle Todd Gurley well. So everything that Todd Gurley doesn't get, I think that Robert Woods is going to get. On the flip side, I don't like Devontae Adams this week. I really like, I'm high on Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I think he's going to be the recipient of most of Aaron Rodgers' passes. Um, Or at least, you know, if he shows that trust and that rapport with them a little bit more this week, like he did in the last quarter of last week, they're going to put up some big points. I mean, I think they're going to be playing from behind the entire game. So look for them to, to really do some things through the air. If they do keep it on the ground, though, which they should, I should call Mike McCarthy and be like, hey, you should run the ball more with Aaron Jones. He's actually pretty good. But he didn't last week, and they, they barely escaped a 49ers defense. If they are have any hope of keeping up with the Rams, they're going to try and not make it a track meet. So we'll see. I'm fading tonight's game. Um, when I say fade, it means up when I fade when someone in draft daily fantasy sports when someone says they're fading a player or they're fading a game means they're avoiding that game or avoiding that player. On Thursday night slates, when I play a Thursday to Monday slate, I fade the Thursday night game. Tonight's a really great game to fade. It's the Dolphins and the Texans, so I'm fading this game. However, I. If you just have to play in tonight's game, Lamar Miller is the player I would target just because I think he's going to get the passes to meet his multipliers, 3x multiplier. He's 4,700. I think he makes it to like right around 14.5 points tonight. At QB, I'm still rolling with Mitchell Trubisky on Daily Fantasy Sports. You can pick him. You can pick Jameis Winston. You can pick Andy Dalton. But man, Mitchell Trubisky is putting up some freaking points, boys. I don't think it slows down against the Jets. I think him and Trey Burton's a great pairing. And um, I also really like Russell Wilson against Detroit. I don't know what Sierra's doing for him, but he is meeting his value every single week. Him and Cam Newton are surprisingly meeting their values pretty, pretty relatively often. Russell Wilson missed it a couple weeks ago, but other than that, he's doing it all for his team. Um, some people that I really like this week at running back are Kareem Hunt and James Conner. Kareem Hunt's against a really bad Denver rush defense. James Conner against a really bad... Cleveland defense, which I know I said this about Peyton Barber last week, but James Conner is definitely 100% the man. No one's stealing the carries from him, at least not this week. <clears throat> Jordy, or Lady on Bell. James White, 
Uh, a little concern for him as far as like a workload. Obviously, he can do it all and he will do it all as long as he's healthy enough to do it all. But he's your playoff guy. You want him there for the stretch, for the long haul. So they might be running Kenyon Barner like a little bit more than people would expect if Sonny Michelle misses extended time. Also, wouldn't be surprised if they picked up one of the running backs off of the practice squad and put him in there for, for James White to just get spelled. My sneaky starts of the week. Isaiah Crowell, Bilal Powell is almost, he's got to get season-ending neck surgery, which also could be career-ending neck surgery. If you look at the game, you have the Jets that don't, I mean, they don't do anything wrong, but they don't do a ton right playing against Chicago. So Chicago's defense has obviously been dominant, and I, I wouldn't say that anything about the Jets has been dominant, except for that they have dominant, like, loyal fans. But anyways, they try their hardest. Everyone's tied one, fun to fun. But for real, Isaiah Crowell's going to, he's a sneaky start. He's a cheap value. If he makes 15 points, he crushes $3,700 value. Uh, it's a 5X multiplier. So he almost is a 4, 4 time, 4X value on DraftKings. So look him up. If he scores one touchdown, he'll probably be worth his money. But he's a sneaky start. He also catches the ball, guys. So don't forget about that. My other sneaky start is Jordy Nelson, as everybody knows. Jordy Nelson, savvy dude, veteran, wide receiver one now. So they trade away Amari Cooper, the Raiders trade away Amari Cooper, and Jordy Nelson finds himself in a really good situation as a wide receiver one against a weak Indianapolis Colts secondary, which has surprisingly had a good pass rush. But I think Jordy Nelson and Derek Carr hook it up this weekend. Those are my values, my sneaky starts for this weekend. I do have some busts. Not everyone's going to do well. This is not the third grade. <clears throat> so I would be careful about that Pittsburgh-Cleveland game if you were thinking about starting Juju Schuster-Smith or Jarvis Landry again. This game is usually very tough, This, especially these divisional games. So be wary of that. I like James Conner. Don't really like anybody else. Uh, Christian McCaffrey versus Baltimore's rush defense. I don't like the Panthers' offense. I actually don't like Christian McCaffrey. He gets a lot of catches, but this week I think he's going to struggle against Baltimore's really stiff, D, uh, stiff defense. <laughs> on Johnson, I don't like him to repeat his 100-yard performance against the Seahawks. Uh, he had a great week last week, so kudos to him. He ran really hard. I just don't think he does it this week again against the Seahawks. Gronk versus Buffalo. So Gronk was having back spasms last week. If you are in year-long fantasy and you have Gronk, I would... Not starting this week. Buffalo's defense is number one versus tight ends. And if you're in daily fantasy, he's definitely way too expensive for you to roster, so just avoid him. Surprising bench of the week in daily fantasy sports is Tyreek Hill versus Denver's D. You obviously cannot bench Tyreek Hill in year-long fantasy, but against in DFS, you can definitely bench him. He's pretty expensive, and I don't think he's going to do it this week against Denver. Devontae Adams versus the LA Rams. I know my Packers fans and buddies are going to hate me for this one, but... I think he struggles this week. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers looks to other ways to score. And if he does look Devontae Adams' way, it might not be in the best interest of the Packers. Michael Thomas versus Minnesota. Minnesota's number one versus wide receiver ones. Michael Thomas is slow. Everybody else on that team is lightning fast. Sterling Shepard versus Washington. Sterling Shepard, like we said, had that really nice stat line last week. I think that he doesn't do it this week. This year, the, the team to target or the player to target is... Um, Josh Norman, so it's very possible OBJ has a great game. Saquon Barkley probably, most likely, will have a great game. So those are both hard starts. Sterling Shepard, someone that I avoid this week. 
Last but not least, which is disappointing because it's like a Cinderella story, Latavius Murray. So I know he had a great game last week and a great stat line. This week, I really don't like Latavius Murray against New Orleans. Latavius Murray actually goes up against a stout defense from the rush defense of New Orleans Saints. The Saints are number two in the NFL in blocking against the rush. So I would definitely avoid him. While they are 29th in the league against our running backs catching the ball out of the backfield, I think that would bode well, bode well better for um, uh, Dalvin Cook than it would for Latavius Murray. As they, he does catch the ball, just not as well as, as Dalvin Cook. So, Anyways, look for that passing game to be insane. That game's going to be awesome. Look for that Green Bay Rams game to be really, really good. Surprisingly, I think that Cleveland-Pittsburgh is going to be really good. Um, and uh, let's see what else is good. That Denver-KC game is going to be good. Just a lot of great games this weekend, guys. Enjoy football. Uh, feel free to comment, like, or and, and you know just send me fan mail or money that you won. If you guys rostered John Brown last week, you know, let me know. If you rostered Traquan Smith this week, let me know. That's my sneaky start. Anyways, you guys, use that. Have a great weekend. Win some cash. And uh, hit us up in www.dudes-talk-sports.com. Uh, this is just a quick stat stat line review for this week and a review of last week. And uh, we'll get a f more full-length one probably Friday or Saturday. So we'll see you guys then. Have a great day. See ya.